Jason Gents. I'm Savage. And this is Ty, y'all. What's up? And we are articulate. I can't sing, but pretend I can. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I said pretend I can. Listen, I'm just glad to be back for episode number three. As am I, and I'm glad you guys are joining us. We hope you told a friend. We hope you enjoyed the show last week. If not, please go back and listen. How was your weekend? Because I saw on our social media that you went to the Women's March in D.C. I did. I enjoyed the weather. I can say that. I enjoyed the speeches. Nancy Pelosi and her homies from the house came out, and they were talking. And then... There were a couple of other presenters, and I say other because the acoustics aren't so great at the Lincoln Memorial, so I could just see people's lips moving and the (laughs) ASL interpreter moving her hands. Hopefully, she wasn't a fraud like that one lady, Um, but it it was good. It was powerful. I had mixed emotions because I am a black woman, in case y'all haven't figured that out yet. And I would say 98% of the people that were there were white women. And you just, it's in the back of your mind. Like, I understand we're all women. We're fighting for women's rights. But where does, you know, people of color, where do we fit in? Where do LGBTQ people fit in? There were quite a few um, mom couples there, as my friend put it. Yeah, there were a few. Um, yeah, I saw a lot couples. of the the signs. They were funny as fuck. Uh, some of the ones that you posted too, but there were a lot of them on on social uh, media that were funny. A lot of them were bashing Trump. And I mean, I'm fine with that. I was there for it. And, there I mean, and y'all right artists. next to the White House, please. Oh yeah, we walked next to the White House. Uh, somebody almost got arrested, and it was a pro life guy out there on the megahorn yelling at the crowd as we walked by when we were marching. And there were police officers out there looking so angry. And I'm like, the weather is nice. Put a smile on your face. It's not like we out here in the snow. Um, But it was a little uh, older lady walking with us. And she heard what they were saying. And she went to lunge and jump on them. And I was like, okay, set it off, grandma. I had her back. I was like, what was that? (laughs) I mean, (laughs) we was ready. But uh, But the police officer grabbed her up real quick. Like, ma'am, ma'am. Like, she was really going to do something. This is a little, tiny, frail, petite grandma. She was not going to do anything. But But she was going off. She was like, I don't understand if people, and not to get too far off topic, but she just brought up the fact if women are not able to have access to health care, people are going to go back to unsafe tactics. If they did want to get an abortion, go back to the wire hangers. And she's like, I knew people that died from it. It got real deep for a second, but. All That's in a all, lot. It was great. I feel like people That's are motivated lot. to vote. That was the whole purpose of it. Well, personally, I didn't do much of anything this weekend, but try to prepare for this long ass work week. Cause it's the first full work week I've had in like, I want to say like a month and a half since before the holidays and shit. So I was struggling. It's a lot. It's a lot. I mean, we made it, you know, to hump day at the very least, but. I feel you. This long, this, it's not even a long work week. It's a regular size work week. We're used to the little mini chicken nugget work, work week. Right. And this shit is like serious. It's, it's a normal work week. I just don't. I can't. But 
Yeah. Let's get into the articulate segment. Yeah. Let's get lit. The Oscar nominations came out and we killed it. Black people was on top. We had several nominations. I know they had the whole hashtag Oscar so white movement going on years prior. So some people felt like they're trying to overdo it now, but really, I just don't give a fuck because all the people that were nominated are deserving, in my opinion. So. Absolutely, and for people that are so, you know, people that are quick to give out a participa- participation award to the slowest child in the race at school, should be okay with having more people come to the table. Like, I mean, don't you want everybody to be included? Isn't that like the mantra these days? Everybody and I brought that up because I'm a little sensitive to it. But, yeah, I saw all the nominations, and I'm happy. I'm really Everybody happy for Everybody went up Jordan. for Mary J. Blige because, you know, that's our hood auntie and all that. That is <laughs> Auntie Mary. She got a couple nominations for Mudbound, which was a Netflix movie. I didn't watch it yet because it's like, I feel like it looked very slavish to me, and I just wasn't in the mood. I, I got to be in the mood for that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't but actually I just, know I the can't. premise, but. If it's slavish... If I hear one massa or one uh, nosa, I <laughs> I'm gonna have a problem. <laughs> you like you know what? I can't today. I but can't. The dude from Get Out was nominated the lead actor Daniel Kaluuya, and then um, speaking of him, did you see where Tiffany Haddish was making the announcements? No, but I, for the nominees, I love Tiffany Haddish. She may not be able to read funny as fuck because oh, clearly. She can't read? Well, that's what it came off as. And I'm like, some of this shit is very obvious. She said Missouri, like, Missouri or something, some crazy shit. I'm like, trying to be funny cause I now, can't. granted, she has said it probably three times before that, but I guess she was nervous. But or I'm like, high. you're going to have to get over that. She could have been high as fuck because I've seen the videos. Drunk or high. Did you see her on Drunk History? Oh, my God. I recorded it. I haven't watched it yet. You know how I do. Hilarious. Check that out, y'all, if you haven't seen it. Her episode, like, you can see a little snippet. I saw a little snippet on Twitter, but fucking hilarious. I just want to say congratulations, Auntie Mary, because I believe she was going through that divorce drama when she got this this part, and you know how she could turn some fucking uh, drama, or especially, like, relationship issues into Coin. some beautiful shit. Yeah. Right. Coin. Yes. I like that better. I just... But, um, I'm, I... Can do like what did she do to deserve that? I just feel like God. that's like some real intense like fucked up karma because it's the gift that keeps on fucking giving. Like he won't go away, he won't leave her alone. I just like maybe now that you say it, Mary's karma could be related to something with Casey because remember they were cracked out back in the day. Stop. I just feel like <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Stop it. But can do can go. Um, go. I don't even want to mention him. Jordan Peele, of course, for Get Out, got a few nominations. Kobe Bryant was nominated. Uh, I saw course, him, and I was like, mm, who made that? <laughs> what was he in? Uncle Denzel. Kobe did some kind of short film. I can't remember what it's called, but um, of course, Uncle Denzel, if he's in a movie, he's getting nominated. And I'm fine with that because they do the same thing for uh, Meryl Streep. All the time. I think she's actually nominated, too, this year. So, I mean, when you got it, you got it. I'm not mad. I'm happy for all y'all, though. Congratulations. When Meryl wins, I'm going to post that gif of her with her hands up to her mouth yelling. 
immediately. Oh, yeah. <laughs> as soon um, as. Serafina on I Twitter said, oh, Tiffany Haddish, worst job ever of Oscar nom announcements. Not funny at all. So there were some mixed reviews because some people felt like very serious about it. Like these people waited all their life to be nominated and you ruined it because you said their name wrong. And I'm like, just shut the fuck up. We find something so, like, it. calm down. It's really not that deep. Joe Berkovich said, I could watch Tiffany Haddish mispronounce names all morning. And that's what I was saying, because I was crying when I seen that shit. I thought it was funny. And she's here. I'm still here. Like Gina said on her song. I can't. (laughs) I'm still here. (laughs) Have you seen the videos of her doing that choreography? Here. Gina said she will not be dismissed. She's going to try to have her singing career before she's dead. That's right. Um, You got to push. Remember that? You got to push. (laughs) (laughs) I come on now, push. (laughs) You got to push. (laughs) Get it right. Speaking of pushing, Monique is trying to push for a boycott on Netflix. Oh. Oh, God. Monique. Monique tried to cancel Netflix and chill. In the first month of the year, okay. Listen, she's trying to net. She's trying to boycott Netflix for color bias and gender bias. Please stand with me. I love us. It's something about her delivery I to felt me. That. I, I felt find that I love us though. I, like, I find it hilarious. Like it's almost like a parrot watching a parody video. It's so funny to me. I don't know why. Even though I completely agree with what she's saying, and I think there is an issue there. Like. It's just her delivery that, to me, I can't take her seriously for some reason. I don't know if it's because she's a comedian or because she got the whole open relationship bullshit drama going on. And I just, I don't know how I feel about her, but. Yeah. I I think there was a whole lot of backlash because people were immediately bashing her. Like, before she even had that follow-up interview on Sway, like, when she first posted it on Instagram, People were like, huh, I'm not canceling my Netflix for you. And honestly, it came a little soon after Let's Boycott H&M. And you know people felt a way about that. Um, But I feel what she's saying. I just think she could have consulted with public relations, her good girlfriends. Like, she has so many avenues to vet this delivery before she put it out on instagram so she might have let her emotions emotions get the best of her before she went public um listen and she may have I'm, had a different response has she i'm thought gonna tell you out? where she fucked up at with niggas half y'all don't got no netflix account and i'm but not it, naming no names how, how, oh, <laughs> yes i use yes i use ty's fucking netflix account but it's not just you. I that happens everywhere. And Half got y'all don't got no fucking Netflix account to boycott. You ain't paying for shit anyway. I don't. I don't pay for it. Actually, I get it. I mean, she just wants people to stand in solidarity with her, and I get it. I wish our community was a little more on board with it, or even entertaining. Like I feel like when people first heard it, they all bust out laughing. I know, and when I saw the video, did you see the video she recently posted? She was, uh, it was her and her husband standing in front of her, like, trophy case or whatever. Uh, and they were she, like, she She, she posted a video with receipts. Receipts. And she went through, like, how much Amy Schumer's blockbuster movie made from um, 2016, from last, no, from last summer, I think, versus how much her almost Christmas music uh, movie made from 2016. And... 
proportionally, it was like way more. Almost Christmas, her movie was way more than Amy Schumer's movie because of how much Amy's movie cost to make. Um, so, so she, she was like proportion or she was looking at how much it costs versus how much it grossed well i should say the ratio i guess no um yes exactly mm-hmm. oh god this so she made way more money was... on her movie because you know niggas you know low budget ass movies but um that's i that's mean not it makes sense apples. it makes sense to me how because if amy's movie costs let's say 40 million to make but it and it grossed forty four million. She only made a profit of four four million dollars. Okay. You know what I mean? And Monique's movie cost two million to make and they made thirty million. She made twenty eight million dollars off the you know what I mean? I don't know how the hell she made thirty million off it, but if we're looking at I made that how up, many but people I understand, but if we're looking at how many people more. bought tickets or how many people paid for XYZ, Amy Schumer still came out with W because she still had way more people buying into it. And she was also in more theaters. You got to watch the video. Amy Schumer was. Like, Monique, at that point, is talking about value, right? Or Yes. Yeah, not necessarily. That's her argument that she's trying to make, but. Not necessarily sales. Right. Netflix is looking at the bottom line. If she was, Netflix would probably pay the fuck out of Rihanna or Beyonce. It's a completely different field. But my point is, I think if she were at a different point in her life, like, if she was, like, really hot. Because right now, all I know Monique for is making workout videos and dance videos on Instagram. And every I don't even while. know that, but... No, I see her shucking and jiving all the time. And she lost weight, but yeah, you so basically, She's not hot right now, and I agree with that. Um, and it's that's really the Hollywood business. But I still think she has a valid point that she they lowballed her. Um, not, I'm assuming she tried to uh, negotiate or whatever, but along those same lines, Wanda Sykes came out kind of supporting her, saying they did the same thing to me. They offered her even less money for something, so she just took her business elsewhere. But I get it. I just feel like part of me wishes somebody else would would have pulled the race card because it's a little watered down if you're not even hot right now. Like if if she was super hot right now and they tried to lowball her on some year black and a woman shit. I think that would have a different impact than Monique decided she needs a check and she wants to go to Netflix to have a Listen. comedy special. Because I'm not going to lie, if I saw it on Netflix, I probably would not click on it. Monique said, boycott Netflix. We all busted out laughing. I know I did. And then Jada Pinkett Smith came out and said, actually, y'all might want to listen to what she's saying. She has a good point. And everybody said, oh, they tuned the fuck in. Like, what? Okay. Well, now we'll pay attention to what the fuck Monique said, because Jada Pinkett Smith said something. It's, about, it's something about the validity validity of Monique and her opinion. I don't know. It's just... I don't know. I know I laughed my ass off when I seen that shit. I couldn't take anything she said serious, even though when I thought about it, I was like, she got a good point, but it's like, we ain't want to believe that shit until somebody that we trust or <laughs> believe in came forward. Even though Tyrese said that they were going to send him $5 million, so I don't know who to believe. Here's another one. And if Tyrese <laughs> was to also say boycott Netflix, I would say next. Get right. the fuck out of here. Right. Did you see that Kanye and Kim named their newborn baby Chicago? I did. And <laughs> I thought about their other two children and it seem normal to me. They have a child called Saint and a child called North. Saint West, Northwest, yeah, Chicago so West. Chicago makes complete sense to me. 
When I heard Chicago, all I could think about is Chicago from Poetic Justice. Chicago! Remember? <laughs> Brushing his damn hair the whole movie. And yes. he dated uh, Regina King's character. I forgot her name. Remember, he was the one that asked for the OD when they went in the store? Oh, that yes. ain't got no OD. Yeah, <laughs> ain't she got no OD. That's all I could think about. And then I was like, well, remember we used to drink uh, OD in college? I never drank OD. Listen, my children we might listen to this one day. And I never, mommy Old never drank OD. 40 hours. Matter of fact, we would go to the store, like, a group of us. Somebody would go to the store. I can't even remember, like, were we legal? I don't know. We were legal, just for the purposes Why of this podcast. And uh, um, <laughs> get two OEs apiece with the paper bag. You had to have the paper bag. And oh I remember hearing a rumor about them having rat poison. Rat poison. Did you hear about that? I did. Why were we drinking that bullshit? We didn't I don't give even a understand. Shit. Clearly, we could buy liquor, so why didn't we buy actual we liquor? Care. We probably was broke as fuck, too. Tracy Good on Instagram said, throw the whole family away. <laughs> uh, KRXD said, she wants her babies to be important so bad. We still don't care, Kim. We want to see updated photos of Beyonce twins. Thank you. <laughs> That's the uh, word. I mean, clearly she she loves controversy. She loves to be, you know, an attention whore. So I think I have to believe that plays into it, but I don't think it's a terrible name. I'm I'm on the fence. I, I it's not me, I don't care. Don't give I a think shit. the difference is her kids are automatically going to be famous. You can bet your fucking money if on Chris that. If Chris Jenner is still alive, then yes, everybody will make a coin. Trust me, now believe if Quita off the block try to name her baby Chicago, it's going to be a different thing for that Chicago growing up than it is exactly. for Chicago West. Exactly. So that's the difference. They're famous already. Oh, I had to mention Drake has new music out, and you know we love Drake here on, on Articulate. <laughs> Zaddy dropped something for us in the middle of the night. Listen, Drake got two new songs out, y'all. He can do no wrong. If you haven't heard it, please go listen. Especially God's Plan. That one I actually seen earlier today that it broke a Spotify record for like over four, four million streams in 24 hours. That That's the first single, I think. All I know is but, there was a lyric on there that spoke to me. I'm not going to say it because I've been saying it to Todd literally since I heard the song. Come on. But it has something to do with your bed and your mother and how you love them more than everything else in life. I know. And that I've shit seen spoke people, to me deep down in my soul. Because it's the black truth. But I've seen people posting about that, though. But I yeah. saw a lot of memes about it. And it's just because it's a word. And that's why Drake is going to be around for a long time because he can say minor shit like that. And it just touches you deep Drake down in your soul. can do no wrong. I like everything he touches. If I met somebody that didn't like Drake, I don't like you. There's somebody that you know that doesn't like Drake and you don't like her. Just, oh, okay, okay, good. I was about to say, tell them they're canceled, but you already said I don't like them. So. But, yeah, I went to the OVO Fest with my brothers back in 2015. When I tell you, it was everything. I'm trying to get back to Toronto. I have been a Drake fan since he had his first mixtape. I can't. It's slipping my mind right now, but it's black and it got like a boy on it with a balloon or some shit. But come on, I've been fan? a Drake, huh? Come on, fan. If you want to slip up and have another baby, <laughs> come Wait. see me. Thank you. Well, he said something about he need a whole bunch of um pregnancy tests now because niggas is claiming to have his child. But uh, I also wanted to talk about this whole Sierra level up post that 
social media was up in arms about. Um, so she posted a video of Pastor John Gray, who I love, by the way, saying something about like I too many. It was mo- who is? No, it was Pastor John Gray. Ooh. Too many women want to be married, but you're walking in the spirit of a girlfriend. And she she like wrote she posted a video and wrote like hashtag level up or some shit like that. Twitter went the fuck off. I think it, it was it was like a Monique effect. People just feel away about Sierra, so no matter what she says, they're gonna take it like with a grain of salt or like with some shade. And um, I don't know, people weren't feeling it. CC Adams on Instagram was like, Sierra is doing what many women do when they overcome trials and get married. She's using her marital status as a weapon against women who are not married. And it's clear that she's tied her value and sense of self-worth to her marriage. Otherwise, she wouldn't have shared that. That's why why so deep? It's called a reach. First of all, she didn't say a motherfucking thing. Pastor John Gray said it. And he does no wrong in my eyes. That he's (laughs) he gives me a word every week. It was her testimony. Like, look, she had matching dreads with a nigga. Somebody that got a, 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 just a plethora of children. She made, you know, horrible dating mistakes. Listen, Bow she wow. overcame Check a nigga her with... She, oh, like, you're right. She overcame. <laughs> so whatever Sierra is talking, y'all need to subscribe to that shit. Listen, get you a Russell Wilson and stop being mad. Russell loves her like... I'm trying to think of an analogy because he loves the shit out of Sierra Listen, and her little baby. Future posted on social media after re, right after she posted her shit. Makes sense on social media. So clearly everybody felt like he was salty about whatever she was saying. How are you not over it, though? Like, Can you I guess explain you know he like, lost how a good thing. that was a jab, though? I have no idea because it made sense to me. But I think he may have posted that after she... Once she got the backlash, she posted this long, like, speech or whatever as, like, an explanation. And I think maybe that's what he was responding to. But I I, I really didn't give a fuck. I didn't either. But. T underscore way underscore better said, I hate when a person get married and think they perfect or superior. Like, sit down. You seem mad. And single. A lot of these people on social media acting like they have perfect lives, got a whole lot of shit going on behind closed doors. And you need to remember that <clears throat> some shit can change in a heartbeat, so remain humble. But I seriously don't think Sierra did anything wrong. She was stating her opinion, and I thought that's what social media was for, for you to state your fucking opinion. Yeah. A lot of people just need to mind their fucking business. That would just be very helpful. And rant. Okay. <laughs> um, I also wanted to talk talk about the fact that ellen degeneres is 60 years old happy birthday ellen she is snatched happy birthday sis she was i was in agreement with everybody on social media how the fuck i would have never guessed like when i think about that shit but one time i was like looking at the info on like um little concaps joint you know you press info see all the information um it was saying how long the Ellen DeGeneres show has been on. And I can't remember how long it was, but it was like a crazy amount of years. Kind of like Judge Judy. She's been on for like 20-something seasons. And that shit is crazy to me because I started calculating, like, I don't remember that shit being on when I was in fucking elementary school and shit. Like, she's been on TV for a minute. I don't elementary school, to be honest. I don't either, but I didn't, I would have never guessed she was 60 years old. She looks looks amazing, and it's because she ain't had no fuckboys in her life. JSPH Crashing her car. (laughs) 
JSPH deal on social media said something similar. He said, 60 whole years old, dick really is the root of all evil. A fact. <laughs> and Kane of OME said, 60? I knew you was black, Ellen. And she is. She's black, just like, no Go off, Ellen. Ellen. I love some fucking Ellen. You know what it is? She lives her life positively. She don't be talking down on people. She doesn't um she just that negative energy can really make you look old and i feel like ellen just she's been rich for a long time she's like oprah like she just lives her life rich and mind her damn business and i just get money. like i don't know if this is true but my spirit is telling me she's a vegan she could i don't know she Probably. ellen's a fucking vampire or some shit i don't Not know a vampire. all right y'all so that was the articulate segment please remember be sure to add hashtag tap or hashtag the articulate podcast when you're commenting around social media. Let us know what you're thinking and what you care about, and we may quote you on an upcoming episode. This episode is brought to you by The Stephen Knight Show. The Stephen Knight Show combines heart, cultural views, fashion, and business news, indie music, along with celebrities from the world of sports and entertainment. The Stephen Knight Show kicked off its eighth season on air on January 22nd. Um, previous guests have included Michael K. Williams, Tito Jackson, Faith Evans, Selena Johnson, Kelly Price, Pam Long of R&B Group Total, Montel Jordan, Evelyn Braxton, Jody Watley, other celebrities, as well as many independent artists, movie directors, fitness and relationship experts, and now us, because we were on the premiere episode. So go tune in, guys. Uh, the Stephen Knight Show airs each and every Monday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, only at thestephennightshow.com. Welcome back, you guys. Let's get into the articulated topic for this week. DACA! Wait, I probably shouldn't. Well, it is a positive subject. Ty, you heard of DACA? I have heard of DACA. I heard about Dreamers, DACA, and all that. I don't know the background info or the details, so this is good. People do use it interchangeably, um, and that's because the DREAM Act predated DACA, but DREAM stands for Development, Relief, and Education for Alien Minors, and DACA stands for Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals, and there's a similar theme, offering protections, deportation for people that were brought to the U.S. illegally by their parents as children, um, but DACA was an executive action by President Obama, and the DREAM Act is a congressional measure so i've heard a lot about people being opposed to daca because they feel like there are a lot of illegals in the country right. because of it and namely 45 saying that ignorant <laughs> shit right but i'm not even going to get into the fact why about how like how dare you call somebody illegal exactly it's a little fucked up but um, let's just get into it. So DACA was put into place by President Obama because the DREAM Act failed to go through uh, both ha both houses of Congress. And he came up with DACA in 2012 to protect these children that were brought here by their parents and to help them have a dream, in the words of MLK Jr. Come on. I know, I'm giving you a word. But... Over the last 16 years, people have 
come up with different versions of the Dream Act. It's just in 2012, which was six years ago. Um, <laughs> President Obama came up with DACA to get some protection for these children uh, that were brought over here not by their own choice, right? Like, they were brought here by their parents to right. give them a better life. So, it, in short, it provides a two-year deferment from deportation actions. So, it simply means they can't get deported for two years. If they're part of this program and they're approved, then they are fully protected. They're, um, they don't have legal status, right? Uh, but they are protected from being deported for two years, and they can work. And it sounds like they got to keep renewing that shit over and over forever. They do. They have to renew it every two years. Matter of fact, um, one of my coworkers used to take a hiatus every two years, so I think she probably was a dreamer, but I don't know. Because <laughs> I could have sworn I, Miriam listen, was old. Hmm? Is she still here? I hope, hey, hey, girl, I hope you still. I don't know. because still in the when, country. No, because she... Look, let me tell you something about Miriam real quick. I'm sorry, pause. She's Colombian, but she gets to the money. She got all her sugar daddy. She goes on her trips. Oh, she's here. Yeah, she's somewhere. She has a green card. Like, last time she was in Miami chilling. But anyway, shout out to Miriam in the Dream program, or the DACA program. Somebody's winning in there. But just a couple of quick stats. A quarter of the people in the program live in California. And the next three states that are large... Um, the next three states that have a large population of DREAMers is Texas, Illinois, and New York. And the Migration Policy Institute estimated that there's exactly 1.9 million DREAMers in the U.S. Um, the average person in the program is 25. I think it ranges from 16 to 35 years old. But a majority of the children that were brought here were three. Between wow. three and six. A majority mm -hmm. of the children were between three and six. So... I don't even remember when I was three and six. Like, I remember being in kindergarten and I got in trouble because I told Shawan I didn't want to be her friend because she had a unibrow. Um, <laughs> but that's like, that's my memory. And that's because my mom kept that shit alive, like telling people I'm mean or whatever. But I don't have any far, like really strong memories of the landscape when I was that age. So people really got to start putting themselves in other people's shoes when they try to pass judgment on something like this you know what i mean right yeah these are people this is all they know and i think that was president obama's major argument is this is literally the country they know a lot yes. of people haven't been back to their home countries so that's like somebody telling me oh take your ass to nigeria huh i've been here since <laughs> since i was a baby i don't i don't even know anybody that lives there it's just it's really fucked up um try not to be biased but i am Anyway, a majority of the people that are recipients recipients of DACA status are Mexican. It's about 79%. And then up next is El Salvador, Guatemala. And there's a small portion from the Philippines, India, and South Korea. So there's a range of different nations where people apply for a protected status. It's not just Latino people. A majority, yes, but there are other nations that um, benefit from the dream or the DACA program. So as you may or may not know, DACA is strongly tied to the 80, the hundred foot wall that 45 wants to build. 
You heard how, about that? Is it 100 feet yet? Because it keeps going it, up. It might be 300 feet. Like, every time he gets mad or the president of Mexico tweets him, cursing him out, he's like, oh, 10 more feet. Uh, <laughs> 20 more feet. It's like he's really trying to compensate and scare somebody by building the tallest wall he possibly can. Well, his petty ass. Who's paying for it is my question. I don't know. I do not know, but don't, I don't try me in my, my tax dollars. dollars, please. What do you say? I said, just don't try me in my tax dollars. Yes, I want my taxes to go to really great roads that don't tear up my car Some because shit. my tires are very expensive. I care about. Anyway, a majority of the people in the in the DACA program are law-abiding citizens with a job taxpayers voters like you have to be currently in school have graduated or obtained some type of diploma from high school or a ged or be honorably discharged um from the coast guard or some type of armed forces from the u.s and you can't be a felon or have significant misdemeanors or three or more misdemeanors. Like, you have to be law-abiding, somebody with some sense that wants to do better for themselves or a dreamer, right? That like, literally destro- destroys Trump's argument and his opinion of, let's just say, Mexican people, because that's what he's basically said. Um, he sees them negatively, and I think that has a lot to do with this. But that destroys that argument. So what's the problem? And if if his base would just do their Googles, like, they don't even have to do any in-depth. Like, you, they don't have to go to the library, get a library card, it's there check some shit for out. You. Like, you just need to Google it. And you will see it on many reputable sources, what the program is about, what type of people are in the program, and the benefits that it affords them. Did I say that right? Anyway. Um, Talk. <laughs> 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 So why would somebody want to be in the program? Uh, They don't want to be deported, right? What does it protect against? Deportation. And how how would it affect our pockets, right? Because a lot of people are motivated by money. That's, you know, their main motivation. Right. But if DACA was rescinded and, you know, we deported everyone back to their respective countries, that would shrink the population by over 1 million people. Almost two million, to be exact. If we got rid of every single um, DACA recipient, that's two million people out of the country. And just to give you a little, huh? I was gonna say a direct hit on the economy. Yeah, and it would cost us over sixty billion dollars um, over the course of ten years. So I know it's a really long time, and it really is a drop in the bucket in terms of our debt, our national debt. Right. But it's still a, a but, shit ton of money. No, yeah. <laughs> So it definitely would affect our economy in a negative way. And I've heard people say, oh, you know, I wouldn't necessarily want to be uh, um, mow lawns. But then I've also heard people say, oh, all the Mexican people are taking away our jobs and cheap labor and every excuse you can come up with the book in the book. But I think it boils down to racism um, because, as you know, there was a government shutdown earlier this week. Right. And a lot of people may know that you guys may know that um, it was largely tied to the extension of DACA because there is a deadline uh, for expiration of March 5th of this year where the program will end because 45 decided back in September that he wanted to end the program. That has been being um, appealed and fought in federal court 
as of today, people can continue to apply to the program, but you never know next week they may cut it off. So it's just leaving a lot of people in limbo. People are really stressed out. Like I know my dental hygienist was like, you know, a lot of my clients, they don't even want to come and get their teeth cleaned because they don't want to drive. They're afraid they're going to get pulled over and they're going to face deportation. And people don't really understand the gravity. Like we, we look at, Oh, you know, they want to get rid of this program. Oh, they want to deport all these people, but living in constant fear of somebody ripping you away from your home and what you know and putting you in a country where you may or not may or may not know that language or you may or may not know anyone that's dangerous. That shit is real. Yeah, like if I've been here since I was three, I don't know anything the fuck else. For you to take me back to a country I in my mind I've never been to because I have no memory before fucking three years old or however old these kids are coming here at. It's just it's insane. It's actually sad. It's sad. It's insane. And it is it really boggles my mind when there are people that are just like, get rid of all the illegals. I'm like, are you do you have a soul? (laughs) Right. Do you know exactly what it is that you're saying when you say that? Yeah. And I think part of it is ignorance. Right. People are just completely ignorant and going along with the propaganda. But what happens if there's no extension by March 5th? Are they going to do a huge sweep and just get rid of everyone that's in the program? No. They're still going to prioritize. Um, you know, they're not going to change the way they prioritize the deportation. So if there are criminals, their asses can go. Um, but they don't plan to target people outside of that criminal background. And, oh God, Sarah fucking Sanders. <laughs> Trash. I know. When people asked, um, or when someone asked her whether DACA recipients would be deported if there's no deal that can be reached, she wouldn't answer it. She just said the White House wants a permanent solution to DACA, and it's up to Congress to get the legislation done. But that's kind of skirting around the issue because it still has to go to the White House, and the White House has to agree with that particular whatever legislation is drawn up. The White House does have to sign off on it. And when I say White House. I'm talking about wide ass in the White House that eat McDonald's every day. Listen, Sarah has no answers for us. She's a fucking mouthpiece and nothing else. And the damn administration officials, quote unquote, Trump, he said when the program ends that those who are in the U.S. illegally should be prepared not to be in the U.S. anymore. So it's kind of, um, I don't know. The issue is like, it's just a really fucked up and really sad situation. But just to kind of wrap this up, like what's going on or what's on the table right now, um, it's really hard to say. Because after the shutdown, some of the ideas um, that were floated around seem to be off of the table. Chuck Schumer said that um, border wall funding needs to be considered if they want a solution for DACA. So at this point, the Republicans are trying to use so they're trying to negotiate. That fucking 100-foot wall yeah, as a bargaining yeah. chip. Hmm? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're no, like, yeah. oh, yeah, you can keep DACA, but we're going to build this 100-foot wall, and y'all are going to pay for it. Y'all is in so, the taxpayers. dreamers can vote, correct? Correct. With that in mind, if you are listening to this podcast right now, and you're a dreamer, and you voted for 45, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> Delete yourself. You're canceled. Or even if you're a cousin, like your loved one. Anybody that you know, like someone in your community, you, you're really fucked them over. 
And for what? Like, you seriously, unless you're some type of multi-millionaire or billionaire, you couldn't have benefited from anything that 45 has done to date. Sad. At all. It's a really wild situation. I feel like I'm in the Twilight Zone. But um, the current spending deal, the current spending deal, the reason the government shut down in the first place, ends on February 8th. So they're going to take the same argument back up for vote, the same fucking right. argument, yeah. um, and hope that the bill gets through. But just so you know, the Republicans are arguing for building a wall, and the Dems are arguing for DACA. So you heard it here first, <laughs> or maybe not first, but I hope it's first. <laughs> If DACA is extended, they're building a wall. It's going to happen. It's fucked up. It's going to be super expensive. But if the program is extended, then there will be a, a wall built. And that's it for the articulated segment. Let's take a quick break and hear from our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by The Stephen Knight Show. The Stephen Knight Show combines heart, cultural views, fashion, and business news, indie music, along with celebrities from the world of sports and entertainment. The Stephen Knight Show will kick off, oh, they have kicked off its eighth season this past Monday. And Ty and I were actually on the show, so you guys should check it out. That's thestephennightshow.com. It premieres Earth Shows. How about I just cut this and start over this episode is brought to you by the Stephen knight show the Stephen knight show combines heart cultural views fashion and business news indie music along with celebrities from the world of sports and entertainment the Stephen knight show kicked off its eighth season on air this past monday january 22nd um, at 10 p.m eastern time ty and i were guests so you guys should check it out we had an awesome little interview there where we talked about our show and our dreams for it. <laughs> but previous guests on his show have been Michael Williams, Tito Jackson, Faith Evans, Silena Johnson, and a host of other celebrities, as well as many independent artists, movie directors, fitness, and relationship experts. The Stephen Knight Show airs each and every Monday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Time, only at thestephennightshow.com. All right, y'all. We are back um let's see so words of the week i hope y'all really have been using these words <laughs> and going off okay listen i definitely think about it every time <clears throat> we have words of the week i'll try to go back and use it somewhere in my life for the week but we got two new words y'all so we're gonna i'm gonna give you the definitions of each one and we're, savage and i are gonna try to use them in a sentence hopefully related to something we talked about on this episode but I don't feel like we've been successful at that. We'll see. The first word is leonine. Leonine is spelled L-E-O-N-I-N-E. Leonine is an adjective, and it means of, relating to, suggestive of, or resembling a lion. Cute. I've literally never heard that in my entire life, and that's why I was like, this is perfect. <laughs> Leonine. Of, relating to, suggestive of, or resembling a lion. It's an adjective. Leonine. Okay. I'm 
Let's see. Rasta, Rastafarians love Leonine and and I and I and <laughs> no, they <Talk>. love <laughs> they love Leonine materials, and that's because they absolutely love um, the lion, the king of the jungle. And I'm saying all of this because I visited Jamaica one time, and I know everything about Jamaica now. Um, but that's the first thing I thought of was Rastafarians. Mm, I'm gonna go with <laughs> Rasta. Buh, buh. Just because I love Auntie Mary. Auntie Mary has a Leonine heart. Oh, that's cute. See, that was real cute. You did it. Thank you. You're welcome. Word number two: bespoke. Bespoke, like B E S P O K E. Yes. There is a website. It's bespoke, but yeah. Yes. Bespoke is spelled B-E-S-P-O-K-E, as you said. It's an adjective, and it simply means custom made. Oh, I think they do sell that stuff. Like, they sell it has custom a, stuff. It's usually related to clothing, from what I read, but custom made. Bespoke. It's an adjective. Um, If I keep eating the way I am, I'm going to have to get some bespoke bespoken trousers. <laughs> Talk. Okay. Um, I'm just going to say if Trump keeps yeah. eating the way he's eating, you know what? Trump probably already owns bespoke clothing. He ain't, uh, And there it is. He ain't buying shit off the rack. Because he probably thinks somebody gonna poison them and put a poisonous button in uh trousers. Stupid stuff. Over you, Trump. But you knew that anyway. Um, so that's it, y'all. Y'all make sure y'all use our words of the week in your vocabulary for the week. Like on purpose. You have to listen and try to use it somewhere. And actually, it'll be good. Let us know how you use it in a sentence during your week on social media. Um, if you wanna add us, go ahead and do that. That's all I got. So I wanted to let you guys know we are now on Apple Podcast, Stitcher, and Google Play Music. So if that's where you like to listen, we've always been available on SoundCloud and YouTube, but we've added those new platforms. Please go there and go ahead and subscribe. Um, please remember to visit us at thearticulatepodcast.com. Of course, all episodes are still going to be uh, available through our website. The links for everywhere we're available will be can be found there. Uh, please remember to subscribe wherever you listen again. And um, as the new episodes are uploaded every Thursday. Also remember to join our mailing list on our website at the bottom of the homepage. Again, it's thearticulatepodcast.com. If you go to the homepage and scroll to the bottom, there's a form that you can fill out to keep you updated on everything that we have going on. Savage. I think you guys should add us and engage with us on all social media. We're on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. So tell your mom and your auntie to hit us up on there. Um, but no, in all seriousness, follow us on Twitter at The Articulate PC. Everywhere else, it's The Articulate Podcast. And I hope you guys will hit us up. Will follow us and will like our Facebook page. And as Ty said, we are now on Apple Podcasts, um, 
<laughs> shit, Google. Uh, Google Play Music and Stitcher. <laughs> yeah, I try to replug it, but listen, Ooh. listen, follow, like, comment, rate, do all that shit. So, all of it. But thanks for hanging in there with us, and thanks for showing up at your jobs and being productive citizens. <laughs> I hope you guys learn more I about like DACA, me. and I hope you guys have a good rest of the week and weekend. All right, y'all. Enjoy. We out. Bye. Now slow it down for me, baby. Slow it down, girl. Slow it down.